0: Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host, Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and two movies up for review this week. We're gonna hop right into it. First up is The Tomorrow War. It's out on Amazon Prime, and it's a sci-fi action thriller. It stars Chris Pratt, J.K. Simmons, Edwin Hodge, Betty Gilpin, Sam Richardson, and I, okay, where do we even begin with this one? So let's talk about the sci-fi part of it. This film involves time travel. I'm a huge fan of science fiction. When you do time travel right, it's amazing. Very rarely can people do time travel right or anything with multiverses, etc. This is something I talk about with the Marvel stuff a lot, but you have to do a really good job or you have to be really, really entertaining in order for us to overlook the logic flaws. Like the premise of this film is there's a war being fought in 2051 and we are losing this war, humanity being we. It's against aliens. That's not a spoiler. It's in the trailers. And so the soldiers of the future come to the past to recruit people. But the problem with that is, well, let's say somebody goes from the past to the future and then dies, and like, let's say you know they don't have a kid or whatever it is, that's going to impact the future. Your timelines are already messed up. I'm already getting frustrated talking about it. So, logic parts, huge problem with this film. And then let's talk about the acting parts. I, Chris Pratt is Chris Pratt. Is someone I used to be a huge fan of. Like I loved him on Parks and Rec. I thought he was really great as Star Lord. But he is someone who more and more. Not only is, do I find his personal life slightly problematic, he's a member of a church that has some severely anti-LGBTQ practices that, anyway, that's a that's a whole separate conversation. But it, he's somebody who I'm having trouble separating his personal life from his professional life. And then let's put that aside because I will totally acknowledge I have found him entertaining in things. They set his character up to not only be a military veteran, which, okay, that's fine. I'll buy that. Also a scientist. And I'm like, mm, Chris Pratt scientist smart guy dialogue not in his wheelhouse there's just a lack of believability when he delivers it and I'm sorry and I you know I think I don't know if it's because he's built his whole career on playing kind of a dummy or if he is a dummy or he just doesn't have the acting chops to deliver highly scientific like it just that part didn't work so you've got two elements that already aren't making sense and then you've got this whole action storyline with the aliens and things like that it's like okay well could this be a ridiculous almost sci-fi channel-esque fun romp no not really that's not what it ended because it takes itself so seriously but parts of this film take themselves so seriously like the chris pratt parts take themselves so seriously and then you've got this whole character played by sam richardson who plays like another conscripted soldier it was just a wisecracking storyline guy like all he does is crack jokes and i this movie wanted to be so many different things at once and i i it was such a struggle to watch it's so long it's two hours and 20 minutes the alien stuff isn't even that exciting and revolutionary It's one of those films that definitely should have taken a page from the Jaws playbook where the less you show, the scarier it is. But the more and more they show these aliens and not that the VFX on them is like terrible, but it's just the more you show them, the more I'm like, meh, I don't care. It almost reminds me of Starship Troopers, which is I don't even know how old that film is at this point, but it's like that level of CG almost a little bit better. But that's that's just what it reminds me of. But the thing about something like Starship Troopers is that's super campy and fun. And that's why I think people have glommed onto it for so many years. This is not that. It's so totally inconsistent. I think the only character I really liked in it was J.K. Simmons. And that's just because he's playing this like weird badass dude. He also is wearing a tank top at one point and his arms are yoked. And if that's the fact that that's the most memorable thing about this film, like that, that's a problem. I would actually say if plot is not important to you and you just want to see mindless action and fun and stuff like that, just go see Fast 9. Like I, I I, had more fun at Fast 9. I didn't love Fast 9 that much. I didn't love, love Fast 9. But I still at least was like, this is so absurd. I don't know what's going on. But I found it slightly enjoyable. This it was it was just such a slog to get through. And that makes me sad because I you know, it, it could have been fine, right? It could have been neutral. It could have been really funny, cheesy. But it's none of those things. So I personally am only going to give it two out of five. I'm going to take a quick break and be right back. And I'm back. And then the other film I have this week is The Boss Baby Family Business. It's out in theaters, but it's also on Peacock simultaneously streaming. And oh, this is another one where I'm like, I don't know what happened here. So I remember seeing the first one and remember it being fine. I'm not the target audience for this. It's an animated film. The first one is about Alec Baldwin plays a baby who's actually like a secretly a corporate employee who's embedded with a family and... just lots of weird zany hijinks and stuff like that this one i i don't even know you it expects you to have seen the first one which seems like a lot for an animated film like this it also doesn't make any sense and then i was thinking okay well this is not aimed at me right this is aimed at young children and in the first 20 minutes looking back i was like i don't think and I can't to this because I'm not a young child anymore but I don't think anything in the first let's say 20 minutes would have been particularly amusing to a young child like the physical gags are they're not quite there it's mostly trying to be exposition and explain whatever's going on in this world which again I still don't quite understand what's going on in that world to the audience but then the audience is also supposed to be children or is it adults like I just It was a hot mess. And I feel really bad about that because I don't go into any film being like, I don't want to recommend this film. I, you know, I spend time on watching these other people do, too. But I just, I don't know what they were thinking with this one. And it's like all the worst parts of the first one. And it's just, it's almost as incoherent as actually, I would say The Tomorrow War is more coherent than this. And that's not saying much. You know, a lot of times I think as adults, the thing that we can glom onto in these animated films that are children friendly, I don't, they're not all, all animated films aren't aimed at children, but more often than that, they're children friendly. And I think good ones are inclusive of adults in their audiences. But this one I don't know who they're trying to include. Because, again, if you're going to pander to kids, that's one thing, and I can accept that. But this one doesn't even bother to do that. It makes it inaccessible to children. It makes it mind-numbing to adults. I guess if you were to put it on the background for your kids, like, they might watch it for a while, but I don't think they're going to enjoy it. My guess is most kids are going to be like, I would like to watch this other film that I like over and over and over again because it's more visually appealing or it's sillier or whatever it may be. I just—it's such a—it's such a shame. So, uh, if you are a childless adult, this is definitely not for you. If you are an adult with children, I don't think you will enjoy this at all. I think you will walk away from it. So, definitely don't go to a theater for it. I think if you're a kid, you'll watch a bit of it. And then maybe you'll ask to watch like Moana for the 200th time or Luca or something like that. I, I would say watch Luca instead of this a hundred times over. I feel bad, but it's just, it's so convoluted. It doesn't make any sense. It's not entertaining at all. There's not even like if you went with like, again, as I said, pandering to kids, like silly zany potty humor, even I'd, I'd be like, I understand why you have done this. I am not the target for this, but I get what you're doing. And I bet you there's an audience somewhere that does appreciate and enjoy this. But they didn't even do that in the first however many minutes. And what, what kid, what young kid has the attention span to get through to that? And looking at the voice cast, I'm like, they must have been, been like, you get two days with me. This is all you get. You know, it's Alec Baldwin. It's Jeff Goldblum. It's Jimmy Kimmel. It's Lisa Kudrow, Eva Longoria, James Marsden, like Amy Sedaris. Also, Amy Sedaris and Alec Baldwin playing babies. It's just such a, I get what you're trying to do with the juxtaposition, but I, come on. Yeah. Two out of five. And that's being generous. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.